Welcome to One Girl in All the World, a Buffy the Vampire Slayer rewatch podcast where we recap each episode in order and discuss. I'm Ashley, Buffy super fan. I'm Kimmy, Buffy newbie. You can find us on all major podcast apps, YouTube and Instagram, with new episodes on Tuesdays. So, hello. Hello. <laughs> I am not, as I said to you before we started recording, I'm not firing on all cylinders today, so hopefully I can bring the energy for Reptile Boy. You're going to be distracted in no time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so today we're talking about Reptile Boy Season 2, Episode 5, which isn't the cream of the crop. No, definitely not. With Buffy episodes, <laughs> but like I said last time, we do follow it with a, my favorite Halloween episode, so we'll just get through. Great. Uh, you know, there's some good, there's some... I mean, I, have st- I mean, I still have stuff to say about it. Yeah, it yeah, had, exactly. It had some things. Yeah, no it Buffy had, episode has, like, nothing redeemable no, about it. Had, it so. well, I was going to say, it had redeeming qualities, so yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, okay. So, let's talk about the synopsis of Reptile Boy. Reptile Boy originally aired on October 13th, 1997, written by David Greenwalt and directed by David Greenwalt. And the synopsis is, Buffy and Cordelia become unlikely party pals when when at a fraternity bash they are offered as a human sacrifice to Makita. Makita, a a horrible half-man, half-naked creature. I don't even know if I'd say it was half-man. It was really creepy. It was like, like half reptile monster, half snake. Yeah. More like. Yeah. But, all right. So, we open with the Slayer opening again. I'm just saying, okay. Anyway, I'm just going to not even give it the, the air that it doesn't deserve. <laughs> the breath. And we start the episode at Buffy's house. Buffy, Willow, and Xander are watching a Indian or Bollywood musical. Yeah, whose house are they at? Yeah, they're at Buffy's bedroom. And I looked up, usually on, like, the Buffy Wikipedia site, like, it tells you, like, everything that's going on. But, like... It didn't, like, mention what this was, so I had to, like, Google it. And there was, like, a, on the Buffy Reddit, there was somebody had, like, asked about it. Oh, okay. So it was Pela Nasha, P-E-H-L-A-N-A-S-H-A, and it was, okay. came out in 1993. Hmm. Interesting. So that's what they were watching. And they're trying to, like, basically decipher what's going on, because obviously it's not in English. And there's all these, like, really weird plot points that they're trying to, like, put together. <laughs> <laughs> And while they were doing this, they are talking about how things have been quiet on the Slayer slash Supernatural front, and Buffy's yeah. enjoying it. Yeah. And, you know, like, things have been boring, and, oh, we're just sitting here, like, watching this whatever, this thing we don't even understand. And he's kind of feeling like, oh, nothing's going on. But she's like, oh, well, I'm happy that we're having a boring moment. Exactly. Because she can actually breathe. So yeah. she's, she's all happy about it. And then we got to the frat, a frat house where a girl is, like, busts out of... The frat house, like out of a window or a sliding yeah, door. Yeah, like door. a top storm window, top yeah. storm window. Or like a sliding glass door or something. And she escapes into the graveyard because the frat house and the graveyard, like, butt up against each other. Mm-hmm. And she's running and she's looking behind her. And eventually she does get caught in the graveyard. And we find out that her name is Callie. And she's caught by these guys in, like, brown robes. And they kind of drag her back towards the frat house. Yeah. So, big surprise. Frat boy's up to no good. Anybody shot? This whole episode was interesting about that, actually, yeah. 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 Then we had the credits. And then in the quad, Cordy is talking about how she's listening <laughs> to the advice of probably like a advice columnist called this Dr. Debbie. was ridiculous. So Cordelia. And how she you have to laugh, like really laugh and like really listen. Like, it's just like ridiculous. Like, but basically faking all this and stuff. Her, like well, faking interest. Over the top. Yeah. Faking that you're, like, interested or that something they say is humorous. 
and faking that you are intensely listening on everything that, to everything they say. So that's what you're trying to be working on, not actually whether you find them funny or if actually paying, giving this person the time of day and listening to what they're saying. No, yeah. just giving the illusion of those things. That's the, <laughs> that's the uh, advice that Dr. Debbie is giving. Such great advice. Willow and Buffy come around, and Buffy says that she dreamed about Angel for the third night in a row. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're a little bit, it seems like they're a little bit of wet dreams. It's hot and steamy. Yeah. So, and Willow seems a bit like, aw. She's like, she's, she kind of seems like she's had these kind of dreams about Xander. She's oh. like, you know how you can, like, feel his lips and this and that, and you can smell his hair. Like, she seems to know a little bit too much about that. She has ha- obviously had dreams about Xander. I didn't catch that. Like, that's, that's, how I, that's how I feel, that she was really into it, too. They could relate on this. Because they both are have feelings for guys that can't have. I do watch. I like. I liked watching their friendship develop. Like it. Like they're becoming closer and closer, and I've been enjoying that. Mm-hmm. Well, they have this. At this moment, they have this in common. Yeah. They both can't make it happen with the guys that they have the hots for. So they have to stick with these. Uh, yeah, these what dreams? dreams. Yeah. <laughs> Willow and they're debating. Like, yeah, I can't have a relationship with him. Like, I don't know why I keep kind of going back. I just keep thinking about him, but like, it's useless basically because he's a vampire. Yeah. And Willow suggests that she asks him out for coffee because there's like no strings attached, like very low stakes. Yeah. Get together. Yeah. Is, ha- is inviting him for coffee. And she kind of just, hmm, sit, let, that sits with Buffy. Maybe. So we'll see. Yeah. Xander comes around and him and Cordelia spar a bit, which is actually pretty good. And she says that she's were, dating. Yeah. I can't remember what the fraternity was. The name. I, I don't know. Zappa Capo Five. <laughs> And he's like, oh, like. and then Xander's like, oh, an extraterrestrial, is that what you have to go through when you go through all the human men? That was pretty funny, yeah, I like that. And then she said something about his pizza delivery career. Yeah, he's like, these yeah. are, like, powerful men in college, and, you know, I'm sure your pizza de- delivery career will take you really far. Um, yeah, so they are to kind of, like, have their verbal sparring, which is always good between them. It's always well yeah. done. I do and Buffy like says, it. yeah, Buffy says that she's late to meet. Giles, who was supposed to meet him 10 minutes ago, but he probably won't care because everything's been so quiet. Yeah. No. <laughs> he, he does care. Yeah, we're and in the live. out on it. He's like, yeah. just because things are quiet doesn't mean you can let down your guard and all this, and we should be working double time, like, to get all, you know, to sharpen your senses and hone your skills and all this, and he's like, Basically oh, my God. Basically says she's slacking. Yeah, it's no reason to slack just because yep. nothing, there's no current crisis. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he's hard on her. Yes, and she says she, that he doesn't understand, and he's like, "Well, we all have to do things that we don't like." Yeah, and he's like, "You don't think I know what it was like to be 16? She's like, "No, I don't think you know it was like 16 to be and a girl and the Slayer. Nobody yeah. can, and no That's one true. alive can relate to what she's going through. And then every Slayer obviously is going through their whole set of other circumstances with their own situation, so yeah. they can their situ- their experiences would be completely different from each other." But, yeah, so that's the closest she can get to somebody that would understand, like, what she's going through. So he's, you know, he's doing his job, but he's not emotionally seeing what other things she needs, just like in uh, When She Was Bad. Mm-hmm. You know, she, she needs other things to blossom as a slayer, too, other than just, like, training tactics and all that. Yeah, definitely. And Buffy is pouting. She's about such this. a cute pout, by the way. She's adorable. She's, like, the cutest. Yeah. And he's like, it's not going to work on me. I'm not looking at you. It's not going to work. And she just keeps <laughs> laying it on, laying it on. He's like, it's not working. <laughs> he's like, you're going to come right to the library after school, do your homework, and then we're going to train. And uh, yeah, so then that's when she starts pouting. And uh, <laughs> no dawdling. No dawdling with your friends. <laughs> and uh, she's just pouting and pouting. He's like, nope, not going to work on me. 
<laughs> in the quad, Buffy, Xander, Willow are dawdling. And she That's even right. says, um, she, and Willow says, are you supposed to be in the library doing your homework? And she says, I'm dawdling with my friends. Doing exactly <laughs> what she was supposed to do. So Giles is going to be mad. Yep. A car pulls up with two guys in it. One, one driving. A nice car. A yeah, fancy car. A BMW. Find out his name, Richard. I didn't even catch what kind of car it was. So good it's eye. It's a BMW. Yep. Good eye. <laughs> Cordy runs over to there because it's the frat boys. And they're inviting her to a party. And the other guy in the car, which we find out his name is Tom, sees Buffy hanging out. And he's obviously, like, intrigued by her. Mm-hmm. And he wants Cordy to introduce them. So... Cordy was like, oh, yeah, pretends to be friends with Buffy because if these guys are interested in Buffy. We're like sisters. Yeah, she has to play the part, I guess. So she has to, like, kind of win Buffy over to, like, play along so she can get close to these guys, too. She brings Buffy over, and the Richard is like, ew, a complete sleazeball right off the top. And Buffy is definitely catching on to that, not interested or whatever. And then the other guy that was in the passenger seat named Tom kind of, like, talks to her. And he seems like a normal guy, like, nice guy. He's a senior in college, and she's a junior in high school. So that's a bit of a, oh, it's better for Buffy because, like, the age difference is smaller than her in age. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. They're alive at the same time, so that helps. Um, (laughs) But, yeah, he seems like, he says that he's only in the fraternity because it was really important to his dad and his grandfather. um, But he doesn't really relate to these guys. Yeah, he seems like a nice, level-headed empathetic, down-to-earth mm-hmm. person compared to this Richard guy who seems like a dick, honestly. Yeah, he doesn't seem like a, the frat bro like these other guys are. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, Buffy has like, a little conversation with him, and they kind of have like a nice little conversation, and he asks her to the party. Yeah. And she says no because she's kind of involved with someone. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry. You know, it's fine. And but she seems interested, right? She definitely warms to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like they have a nice conversation. And I think especially with a juxtaposition between Tom and Richard – like, right next to each other? Like, obviously, the one, the guy you're going to, like, like give the cop, time of day. Bad cop? Yeah, the, yeah, exactly that. I didn't even see it that way, but that's exactly what we're seeing here. So, you know, Buffy's like, you know, thanks, but no thanks, but it was really nice meeting you. And mm-hmm. she genuinely means that, you know. And then Giles comes out of the school. He's like, Buffy! Just <laughs> to his watch. Come on. She's in trouble. So she runs off to uh, train with Giles. Yeah. In the library, they train, and he always underestimates her as far as, like, her where her skill level is. He's like, what if a vamp- what if a demon came up and did this? And he tried to, like, attack her. And it's, like, nothing for her. And she just, like, totally, like, dominates him. <laughs> yeah, and so, she, yeah, she's, like, stronger. And I think, like, it's very, they say oh, once in a while, like, she's, like, the strongest slayer. Like, she's just more advanced than other slayers. Um and yeah, and we see that over and over again when Giles is like, thinks she's at a certain level and mm-hmm. she surpasses that like yep. when they're training. So in the graveyard, Buffy is patrolling. This is the first episode that we use the term patrolling, which is the stand. We've used hunting previous to this, which we really don't use for the rest. It really transfers into or transitions into patrolling. And that's like what okay. it is. That's what you call okay. that. So we introduce that here. I think Willow says it later, so I, I don't think we get it in the scene, but that's what she's doing. She's patrolling. And she sees something on the ground, and she picks up a bracelet, so your guess was right. Woohoo! I got yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. It's a half of a bracelet. Yeah. And it's it broken. says ENT. It's like a, what do you call that kind of bracelet? There's uh, a name for it. An 
uh, an ID bracelet? No. Yes. Uh, no, I think it's ID bracelet. I was going to say identity okay. bracelet, but that makes okay. ID bracelet. An ID bracelet, yeah. Yeah, so it has like the little bar with something on it, and it's mm-hmm. this one's broken in half, and we just have the last and they were They were popular back when we mm-hmm. were that like in school then. Yeah. yeah. So ENT, that's all she has. Angel comes up and says there's blood on it. So he can smell the blood on it. She says it looks like it seems like it was it's thin and small, so it looks probably like it like was, a girl's. Yes, thank you. That it belonged to a girl. It's dainty. And they fight about dating. She says, like, oh, wouldn't it be great to see each other when the blood's not involved? Yeah. And he is resisting. And his response is like, yeah, well, he's like, what? He's concerned one thing leads to another and how it's not a fairy tale. Mm -hmm. Um, And she... She said, which I kind of missed the end. She said she wants to die from his kiss. She said, when you kiss me, I want to die. Oh, when you kissed me, I want to die. Okay, yeah. And, and there's been just, a lot of debate of what that what she means by that. I yeah, I was a little confused by that. I was just like, mm. yeah, it's the, it's you can interpret it several different ways. Okay, like yeah. I thought that's what she said, but I was like, no, I must have heard it wrong because that just sounds so weird. So, yeah, they say he says like, when I kiss you, you don't wake up from some fairy tale and live happily ever after or something like that. And she yeah. says, no, when you kiss me, I want to die. Yeah. Hmm. So that's a pretty. What's your personal interpretation? I think she just means like she's just so overcome with. Feelings. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. I could see that. Some people are like, does that mean that she, like, is in a, an emotion place where she's like, I'll become a vampire? I don't, I don't, I don't think so. Okay. But there's a, a lot of people who are not sure, because it doesn't seem like something Buffy would really say. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot of interpretations of, like, what what she means by that. I just think yeah. she's just really overcome by him. Yeah. So yeah. she runs off, and she's like, bye. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's like, you know what? Forget this. Like, she's chasing after him, and he's just not interested. Yeah. And he says, it's it's interesting, because throughout the show, without telling you about spoilers, like, we get a first glimpse of it here when he says, one thing could lead to another, or, like, out of, this could get out of control. And she's like, isn't that how it's supposed to be? She really wants, like, an intense love. Mm-hmm. And Angel doesn't think that's a good thing. And after she goes through some things, she reevaluates if that's a good thing or not. It's interesting because this is like a she bounces back and forth and like obviously she goes through a lot of stuff in seven seasons, and but I think uh, if she is sixteen right now she goes through a lot of things that make her grow up. Mm -hmm. But it will be interesting. We hear her talk about this like passion, like it should be intense, it should be like entwined with pain and fighting, um, all of this, and she tries to fight against that and like have really like have like a very peaceful normal try to go for that kind of romance uh but it's interesting this is the first time we were here to talk about that her perspective on how romance should be okay yeah and when she's 16 at this point anyway yeah yeah and she runs off and she's not happy with it yeah i know he's trying to just come around to help her like i know he's there for a reason like he's there to like help her not date her but things are getting messy. So he, exactly. it's like you can't, he can't just like, in his mind, he can't just stay away from her forever. Like no. he's supposed to be helping her, but there's complications. He can't just ignore, yeah. He's, it's almost like he's trying to ignore what, how they feel for each other though. And that's just not great either. And then it's like, yeah, he's just blow hot and cold. Cause like he's jealous yes. of Xander. And then they, they hold hands and walk away or whatever. And then, then and he's then like, he no, this can't again. happen. Yep. And they kiss the first Super. time. Then you can't, like, yeah. They've kissed twice. And it's like, okay. In the classroom, so Buffy's obviously like feeling down because yeah. the conversation with Angel didn't go well. Yeah. And Cordelia is like, okay, 
they really want you to go to this party. Like, can you please come to the party with me? Because she can't go if Buffy doesn't go. Yeah. Which is and kind of lame. Really obsessed with this, the, how rich these guys are. Yeah. And I'm sure they're not like Cordelia, like the Ch- her last name's Chase. Chase family, well, like, well, uh, Cordelia's family is wealthy. I was just going to say, isn't she rich anyway? So she, she is, has her own wealth. She's wealthy, but I don't think, when she talks about these guys, I think it's like... Another level of wealth. Another level of wealth. She says that they, like, uh, Richard's, uh, Richard Anderson, that guy that was kind of like a dick. I don't like he him. He was yeah. Anderson Farms, Anderson Aeronautics, and Anderson Cosmetics. Mm. So, like, that's like a huge conglomerate. That's yeah, not what okay. her, like, Cordy's dad, whatever money he has, or her mom or her family. It's okay. not in the same ballpark. But she does seem all of a sudden obsessed with these rich guys. She's 17. What does she think? She's going to, like, marry one of them right away and then That's be rich exactly forever? That's exactly it. Yeah. And or what, be 16. like a trophy wife? Yeah. I, I don't know. It's it's strange. But she is very preoccupied with these rich guys, especially uh, Richard Anderson. And to Cordelia's shock, Buffy agrees to go. Yeah. I mean, and I, like, at this point, I was like, good for you because Angel's kind of sucking right now. So you go, go do you. Go have fun. Yeah. Like, what is she supposed to do? Yeah, wait around forever. No. And then we see the hot and cold when Angel's like, "Does she have a date?" Like, yes, why, exactly. Like, why do you care? Why do you care? Well, what do you want her to do? You don't want her to be with you, but you don't want her to be with anybody for the rest of her life. Like, so yeah. it's I don't understand. Yeah, Angel. Uh, yeah, and so Cordelia's happy about this, and they are going to. She looks like we're sisters with really different hair. <laughs> oh yeah, she keeps going. On she's, Buffy's hair. she's insulting Buffy's hair. Yeah. In the, oh, I wrote it down. It, Delta Zeta Kappa. Delta Zeta Kappa. Basement. Richard brings in... There's basically... Richard is in a robe, and they're in a... Look, yeah, like a dungeon, cavern, basement situation. Oh, the other thing we didn't mention is that, mm-hmm. like, when that girl at the beginning was taken by the guys in the robes, we saw Richard's face. Mm-hmm. Richard was the guy that yeah. caught her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes, yeah. yes, thank you. Yeah, I forgot to mention that. So this guy's being initiated, and they're saying, like, you know, we serve Makita... And this guy's basically pledging loyalty mm-hmm. to this group. And they're, then they're going to party. <laughs> yeah. It's so weird because they're like in blood. I was baptized and shall reign in his name. Mm-hmm. And then beer. <laughs> yeah. And then briskies. And then they turn into back into frat boys. Regular frat boys. So weird. So it's party time. And we see that Callie is tied up there. She's been like witnessing this whole thing. She's just been tied up. And yeah. she needs Richard to let her go. Of course he doesn't. And so, yeah, she's been hanging hanging out down there yeah it just looks like like it looks like a dungeon honestly like mm-hmm. i've been writing i wrote dungeon in my like margin notes because it mm-hmm. looks like a dungeon it definitely does yeah yeah in the lounge suit lounge buffy tells willow and Xander that she's going to the party with cordelia yeah and they're shocked and she's kind of like cringing when she tells them because <laughs> you know she knows like what they're gonna think no it's not like her too like this is a little out of character for her to want to go do something like this yeah and she complains about angel how it's not going anywhere yeah. he's barely talking to her Mm-hmm. And so she's like, at least Tom could carry a conversation. And Xander's mm-hmm. like, it was all about this. All about her not, like, you know, going, moving on from Angel. But I agree with Xander when he says, like out of the frying pan into the fire with some 24-year-old frat boy. Like, yeah. I, I kind of get Xander's, yeah. you know, he's not coming from the same place I'm coming from. But yeah, he's coming from jealousy. But yeah. Yes, and I'm like, the sentiment mm, is accurate. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. In the library, Giles is caught pretending to fight demons. Yeah, that was funny. That was he's just like, whoo, whoo, whoo. He's like, what if a vampire or a demon comes in? Get it, Giles. Yeah, he's just like, (laughs) 
feeling himself, and he's, like, practicing. Mm-hmm. He looks good. I mean, he looks like he's fighting well. Like, I don't know. Yeah, it looks cute when he gets caught. And he's like, oh, he's, like, fixing his sweater vest. And, oh, <laughs> but I didn't see you guys lurking over there because Buffy, Willow, and Xander come in. Oh, and funny. Buffy brings the bracelet. ENT tells him that Angel smelled blood on it. And he's like, okay, well, we must, like, get on this and see what's going on. And Buffy lies and says yeah. that she has homework to do. Her mom is sick. sick. Ooh. When she really wants, she has going to go to the party. And, mm. uh, yeah, he says, okay, well, yeah. And Buffy said, you know, I'm not feeling well either. He's like, okay, yeah, then you should stay home tonight. And so she lies to Giles to get out of yeah. patrolling. It's crappy. Yeah. In the hallway, Buffy talks about lying to Giles. They immediately, Willow's like, oh, oh, God. Oh, God, you lied to Giles. Well, also, lied she's like, you're good. like, there's going to be drinking and older guys and probably an orgy. Yeah, and Xander's like, oh, how do I get an invite if there's going to be an orgy? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, he's, uh, now, uh, Xander is kind of interested in this party. Before he was not, <laughs> not for it, but now he's like, hmm, maybe, the, maybe it's going to be good. Sounds like it could be fun. In the lounge, Cordelia is giving Buffy the party rules. And they are, yeah. Buffy breaks one of them for sure. Yeah. Don't wear black silk. I saw that too. And yeah. X. Buffy does yeah. wear black. Sure those are black. Cool. Cordelia's looks. Don't do the weird that weird thing with your hair. What does but that doesn't mean? Doesn't tell Buffy what it is. Mm. Be polite if someone speaks to you. Laugh at inappropriate. Laugh at no inappropriate. Laugh at appropriate intervals. Uh, lie to your mom because there will be drinking. It's a frat party. It's a college frat party. Uh, and give it all. Give it all with her makeup, but keep to the shadows. <laughs> Yeah, she's like, and I liked how she started off by saying, like, this isn't a night about fun. It's about your duty. And I yeah. just thought that was funny because, like, she's can't escape always kind of being talked to about her duty. Yeah, so yeah was, even if it's not a Slayer duty. Yeah, yeah this so party is a duty. Like, it's just. It's her duty yeah. to help Cordy marry one of these rich Rise jerks. above? That's right, yeah. Yeah. Willow and Xander talk. Um, they kind of like are nearby and they see the Willow. I mean, they see Buffy and Cordelia talking and they talk about how, you know, they're kind of concerned that Buffy lied to Giles yeah. and that Xander's going to go to that party and make sure nothing crazy happens. So he's yeah, gonna, like, he's going in. to, this is actually my favorite line. He's going to protect her or Willow says this, you're going to protect her. And he's like, mm-hmm. and she's like, improve. Um, you're just as good as those rich snotty guys. Mm hmm. And maybe catch an orgy, and he's like, if it's early. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the orgy really piqued his interest, <laughs> for sure. So weird. So we're at the frat party. Buffy and Cordelia show up somehow, miraculously, even with Cord- Cordy's bad driving. She, like, runs right into a car when she's parking. Yeah. Nice. And she says, yeah, she's like, they park so close. It's like, you park here. <laughs> You're the one that hit the car. Like, the parked car parked so close <laughs> to you. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we saw how good Cordelia's driving was when she was in driver's ed. Okay, she was blind, kind of, but... That was apparently accurate, though. Eventually, she passed. <laughs> Richard tries to give Buffy and Cordelia drinks. Cordelia takes it. Buffy doesn't. Mm-hmm. She does. She's like, is there alcohol in it? And he says, yeah, and she doesn't want to drink it. So she's and then he's like, oh, when I was your age, I didn't like grown-up things either. That's yeah, like being very super condescending. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't like that. Yeah, he Richard... Sucks. Is, yeah, what we would expect from him. Definitely yeah. somebody we would see that Cordelia would really be into. Uh, we see that Xander comes, sneaks through the window. Mm-hmm. He falls through a window. He's wearing, like, ugh, khaki pants and, like, a blue polo, and his hair is all combed to the side. He looks very weird. He looks very square. I thought he looked nice. Oh, did you? <laughs> I did. Oh, Aww. that's good. 
Good for him. Good for him. That you thought he looked nice. Because I, 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 like looked so... I like vanilla outfits. <laughs> he looked so weird to me. Cordelia immediately runs off with Richard, kind of leaving Buffy in the lurch because she she served her purpose. She got mm-hmm. Cordelia into the party. So part, uh, Cordelia's like, bye. Yeah. See you later. And so Buffy's kind of awkwardly standing around. And this really drunk guy, like, sees her from the other side of the room and, like, runs at her. Yeah, that was so creepy and gross. It, it was just, it, it was weird. It was, yeah, yeah, it was weird, creepy, gross, all the above. And Buffy's kind of like, a deer in headlights, like, ah. But Tom pulls her away and asks her to dance to kind of get him away get her away from that dude. And that guy immediately just like, where'd she go? And then sees another girl walk by and then just goes off for that other girl. Yeah, he seems great. He's yeah, real, real classy dude for sure. Yeah. Um, so Tom and Buffy are dancing and he's like, wow, he's surprised to see her there. Uh, thought she was involved with someone or that you were seeing someone. She said, someone's not seeing me. So yep. he's like, he's not really into me, not the other way around. Mm-hmm. So he's glad that she's there, and they're having, like, a nice dance and a nice conversation. And then, well, he even says, like, okay, that Hulk is gone, so you don't have to dance with you anymore. And she's like, oh, he might come back. I thought yeah. that was cute. Yeah. Buffy, like, so they keep I dancing I want to keep together. dancing. Yeah. Yeah. So she's interested, for sure. Uh, the, the other frat boys notice that Xander is there, and they know that he's, like, a <laughs> party, party crasher. crasher. Yeah. yeah. Poor Xander. And they're like, oh, looks like we have a new pledge. <laughs> and they grab him and drag him away. Like, mm-hmm. chanting new pledge. So, oh boy. Where's Xander? <laughs> Buffy wanders outside. But yeah, she sees a glass. She looks up and she sees a window is boarded up. Yeah. Um, so she's kind of like sees where it was, what it's, where it came from. So she's curious. Mm-hmm. Tom and Richard come out and give her a drink. And she says she's just tired of being responsible. And, you know, she's got a lot of pressure on her. She's disappointed with Angel. She's got a lot of pressure with slang and everything. So she drinks the drink they give her. Yeah. In the library, Giles and Willow are trying to figure out the e- the other part of the ENT. Right? Yeah, so they're, they're like, like making up all these words like rent, lent, dent. And they're just like putting it in something and it goes, beep, beep. Like, what is it? <laughs> Those are real words, so you just put it in. It's not going to like, that, that, whatever they're searching on is going to know if that's the correct like match. I don't understand what, the, what that is. At any rate. Bella figures out that it's a bracelet from Kent Preparatory School, and then she finds out that there was a missing girl from there a week ago. Yeah, she realized like a so lot of those little girls. Beep beep program apparently worked. I, I, but but it's her memory, it's her recollection that she remembers because yeah, she said mm-hmm. she'd seen something like that before. That's true. But she yeah. couldn't she couldn't think where she couldn't place it. But when he <laughs> said Kent or she said Kent, it it brought back the memory that a lot of those girls at that school wear that bracelet. Yeah. So she looks up their school newsletter, and it turns out Callie. Anderson, which is weird because that's Richard's last name. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm, I didn't catch that. Nice catch. I was like, it's weird. why would they give him the same last name? I don't know. I mean, it's pretty common, but it just thought that was weird. Uh, has been missing for a week. And at the party, the frat brothers dress Xander up as a woman. They put lipstick on him, a, a blonde wig, and like a huge bra. Yeah, like ridiculous. Like ridiculously huge yeah. bra filled with whatever. So it looks like he had boobies. And they're just making him dance. Yeah. And make a fool of himself. Buffy is obviously drugged. She's kind of like tumbling or like stumbling through the hall, yeah. like the, the party, knocking things over. Yeah. And she makes her way upstairs to lie down because she's obviously like not in a good way. I wasn't a huge fan of that part of the scene. Um, I thought that was like, I don't know if they were trying to make people think like, hey, if you go to a party, don't ever accept a drink from somebody. I hope that's maybe one of the things people could take away from this. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah. Never take a drink that you haven't seen poured no, in front of you. Definitely not. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it happens all the time. Yeah. I know. And obviously they need to drug them for a certain reason. Yeah. Like, for not the reason like, that, yeah, not the yeah, reason that like, normally happen like, at a party. Yeah. Well, who knows? Like, she goes to the, in the bedroom and lays down and Richard comes in and like starts touching her and yeah, stuff. Yeah, that was so creepy. I didn't like that scene either. That was well, yeah. I mean, yeah. Gross. And then Tom stops him. And you're like, oh, man, Tom's, like, good. Like, okay, well, we keep seeing that t- Rich- we keep yeah, saying the difference like between Tom guy. and Richard. Yeah. We keep seeing the difference between Tom and Richard, mm-hmm. we think. <laughs> that, right. like, Tom's a really stand-up guy and, like, respectful mm-hmm. and, like, good. And, like, Richard's, like, just a trash person. Yeah. Yep. But then he's, like, he's not, she's not for you. She's, she's for, for him. Fun. Yeah. For she's for the that. pleasure of the one we serve. Yeah. And, and he says... What? So is that one. And we see that Cordelia's already passed out next to the bed. Yeah. So Cordelia was yeah. already drunk. Well, she had the she had the first drink. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So she mm-hmm. she's been up there probably for a while. Yeah. In the library, yeah, they say Callie's been missing for over a week. He says he's gonna call Buffy. She stops him because and she says, No, Buffy's sick. But and he's like, she, right. Willow is trying to cover for Buffy. Yeah. She's and he's like, right, yeah. He's like, you know what? You're right. We need more information before we just like, disturb Buffy. And Willow finds that there's other girls missing. That two other girls went missing the same time last year, mm-hmm. and uh, from different schools. So they think it might be some kind of like regular or like annual something or other. Yeah, yeah. For the murderer. So he says, Willow says, why don't you call Angel and ask about the bracelet because he was there. Like, mm-hmm. let's not worry Buffy. So she's <laughs> trying to, like, still move things along. Yeah, clever. Without getting Buffy involved. Because if he calls, right. if he calls her, she won't be there. And there yeah. will be badness. Mm-hmm. At the party, they kick Xander out. Yeah. Poor Xander. And he's, you know, still in his bra and his wig and everything. <laughs> and he pulls it all off and he just, like, leaves leaves the porch. In the basement, we Buffy and Cordelia come to and they are chained next to Callie. So they're chained down in the... Basement, dungeon, cavern, et cetera, et cetera. And the guys are all in those gray, brown robes, the chanting. Brown robes, yep. And they're carving, like, symbols yeah. into each other. Because they are all covered in scars. Yeah. Because yeah. they, like, self-mutilate these. Like, lines and stuff like that? Yeah. Like, uh, I think Tom has a bunch of, like, diamonds. Yeah. In his mm-hmm. chest and back and stuff. So they carve stuff into them for this no. preacher or whatever. And Kelly says like that they're not going to go home, that one is different, nicer. And then Buffy's like And that Tom, he, he's and the she... one you have to watch out for. Yeah. So like he's the yeah. most dangerous one and it's Tom. And he was the nicest. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. he really was a good hot bag cop. They were working together but they were yep. taking like two exactly. different two yeah. different strategies to get these yeah. girls in. Yeah. So exactly yeah. what it was. They have three stones um, and she says Buffy thinks it's for three, each of one of each of them. Ooh, yeah, okay. And he says that Tom says that Buffy's gonna go last, and they're like, "What does that mean?" Yeah, what and does Cordelia's, that mean? Cordelia's freaking out, and so they have these stones, and he they like basically wash them or like put something on them, some kind of liquid on them. So yeah. something's gonna happen with that. And the library angel arrives, and he says that he found the they found uh, Buffy found the bracelet by the south wall and that that buds up against the fraternity house mm-hmm. so willow finally cracks yep. and she's says, like Buffy. buffy's there with cordelia at a party because now she's like could be life or death situation so yep, she can't exactly. she can't cover for it anymore yeah and giles says she lied to me 
And then yeah. Angel says, did she, she had a date? Mm. So he's disappointed, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, Daryl's disappointed that Angel's, I don't know, frustrated. Different, different ways. They're yeah. both disappointed. They're both, yeah. And Willow, good for her. She's, like, starting to, like, speak up and stuff, like, not be as meek. And she tells her that she only went to the party because Angel gave her the brush off. off. Like, you're going to live forever. forever. Don't you have time for a cup of coffee? And then Mm -hmm. Giles is killing her with the pressure. She's 16 going on 40. Like, you're just pushing her way too hard. It's too much. And she, like, goes on this whole rant. And then she's like, okay, now we have to go save Buffy. Yeah, I really like that. Xander is, like, leaving the actual, like, walking down the driveway or, like, trying to find his car. And he sees that Cordelia's car is still there because Cordelia's license plate is Queen C. <laughs> so he knows that Cordelia is still there, which means Buffy's still there. So he, he doesn't leave because he, no, he didn't find them. Yeah. In the basement, the ritual begins. And they, they kind of chant about the gist of, like, their chanting and everything and their whatever the verses they talk about that they give Makita these sacrifices Uh so that they can have like power and money. Yeah. Yeah. So they receive like all this money and like good Mm -hmm. fortune because every year they sacrifice these women to this creature. Yep. And they drop the stones in the hole and this giant lizard snake comes out of there. Uh, yeah, it's like a top, it's like Creature of the Black Lagoon kind of on the top, and then like the body of oh, a yeah. snake uh-huh. out of this like hole in the, like in the a, thing. It almost looks like an old well or something. Yeah, it does look like an old well. Yeah, that's yeah. a good way to put it. Yeah, something like that. And of course everyone's like, oh no, this is not good. Outside, <laughs> Angel, Willow, and Giles are at the uh, fraternity house, and they run into Xander, and Xander is in a robe because he found it in the trash, and he's going to try to use it to sneak in. Because mm-hmm. he saw them through a window that they all went to the basement with robes on. Yep. And they all are ready to go in. Angel is raring to go in vamp face because Buffy's in danger. So they are all going to, like, try to get in there. Xander walks up to the door and has his, like, hood down and says, it is that, that jerk. It's that jerk that was, like, charging at Buffy. So he's yeah. probably not using his best, like, who he's letting in. He's probably he's completely a wasted. Yeah. So he says, oh, I got locked out taking the trash out in my robe, in my ceremony. What? They were running around the graveyard in their robes, but they were chasing someone. But whatever, yeah, this guy's that's drunk. That's a little suspect. He, yeah. He's not putting two and two together. Mm. So he opens the door for Xander, and Xander punches him. And that leads in for everyone else to get into the house, and they start fighting some of the frat boys and trying to make their way in to find them. In the basement, Kita's coming for Cordy first, and she's screaming, and Buffy's trying to... Say, don't eat her. She's like skin and bones. You'll be, you won't be hungry. He, Tom hits her and threatens her uh, that he will feed him to Makita in pieces if she doesn't be quiet. Makita still like charges on Cordelia, and Buffy breaks free of the chains because she this whole time she's been trying to get the chains. Yeah. They're chained with their hands above their heads, like to the rocks above or something. Mm-hmm. So she's been pulling on those, and she finally gets free, and she grabs Tom's. Fights Tom, grabs the sword that he had, because he said he was going to slit Buffy's throat with it, which is pretty intense. Yeah. And, um, like, pushes him over, like, a a ceremonial table with, like, candles and everything, and then jumps up and basically cuts the snake part of the demon in half. Yeah, she, like, boop. Yeah, just slices it in half, and he's like, and he just dies immediately. Yeah, it was pretty anticlimactic, actually. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty quick. It was, like, pretty just, like... (laughs) But uh, while at the end of this, Willow, Xander, Giles, and Angel are coming down the stairs. So they just meet the end of the all the action. Yeah. 
But it's funny when she says, oh, you saved us. And then she, instead of, like, saying that to Buffy, she, like, hugs the, uh, Angel. Yeah, she hangs all over him. Hangs all over Angel. So Angel takes Tom away. Yep. Buffy and Giles have a heart to heart. She's he's like you lied to me, and she apologizes. Yeah, and he, and apologizes, he apologizes too. Too, yeah. That he's been exactly. pushing her too hard, and that yeah. he's gonna basically ease up. He's still gonna be like you know, do his job and he's make sure she's nudge now instead of push. Yeah, exactly. And he says, "I only do it because I know what you're gonna face," yeah. and he wants her to be safe. So I get where he's coming from, but yeah, yeah, of course, he's yeah. pushing her too hard, so he's gonna let up a bit. And so they have like a nice little heart to heart there. In the bronze, we see Cordelia has changed tactics for her men, and she is now says that young men are the way to go, and she is now, I don't know, air quotes, dating, enslaving Jonathan, who was <laughs> who, um, what was her name? The Inca mummy girl is who she tried to kiss, if you remember. Oh. And everyone oh, was like, I thought you were with Xander. Yeah. yeah. That's him, and we find out his name in this episode is Jonathan. Okay. And okay. he's like, wearing a suit. He's bringing her. He's like, basically being a little like her servant. He got one thing wrong in her coffee order. So he rushes back and she's just like, oh, you know, this is the way to go because they'll do anything for you. Um, oh yeah. Awful. And Buffy, Willow and Xander are sitting also sitting at a table at the bronze. And Xander weirdly is reading a newspaper, <laughs> which seemed odd. But he said that they got the the brat boys got consecutive life sentences, which mm-hmm. happened pretty quickly. I don't yeah. think things happen that quickly in this court system. But it's been a couple of days or something or a Unless week. Unless they pled guilty. I mean, they OK, so like they maybe, but there's more to it. Right. Yeah. They said that they found in the cavern, they found bones dating back 50 years of all these women, these girls. They've dated. They've already like dated the bones and everything mm-hmm. like they have all the evidence like for like they yeah, right. would take more that's to a, even bring appropriate quick. charges they would need yeah. more than like a week yeah, yeah you know yeah. i don't think it would like, sentencing wouldn't even happen that fast you couldn't even yeah. get a sentencing trial that quick yeah so even true. if they did so it's just whatever the timeline's a bit weird but they wanted to like wrap that up what happened to them yeah. and then they also say that obviously it's, it's a generational thing that the families keep up these like rich families, like their sons go into this fraternity and do this. And it keeps the family prosperity going. It's so crazy. And since Makita was killed, they like have had like plummeting profits, boardroom suicides, like all these horrible th- things are happening to these companies. Yeah. Because it was all super, it was all like fake anyway. Makita was the one like giving them all this like prosperity and like making sure that their companies made a yeah. lot of money. So now they don't get they don't have that anymore. All these bad things are happening. So this was like a generational thing that these guys passed down to their sons, so they could all be rich mm. and powerful. And then I like how um, Willow says it's amazing how Angel turned when he knew Buffy was trapped. Mm-hmm. It's cute. Yeah, she said. Yeah, she's into that. Yeah, <laughs> she's yeah, into she the, the passion that Angel showed when he was <laughs> he was upset and obviously angry that Buffy could be in danger. And he says, she says, have you heard from from him? And she says, no. And I like, this is my favorite line, when Xander's like, angel, angel, angel. Does every conversation we have to have come back around to that freak? Hey, man, how you doing? Because Angel shows up right next to him. He doesn't even care that he was just talking shit about Angel. He's like, hey, man, how you doing? He's just back to reading the newspaper. <laughs> I just thought that was funny. Um, yeah, and then, so Angel shows up and says, ask Buffy if she wants to have coffee sometime. Yeah. 
So yeah, I think I he's finally. Really cute. Mm-hmm. And she's like, sometime I'll let you know when. Yeah, she's playing it cool for once with him. Yeah. Like she never <laughs> does. But like finally, she's playing it cool with him. Yeah. Uh, well, she's trying to try, but she's like, oh, I may be going to the bronze. Why weren't you there? But yeah, she's kind of trying to play it cool now. She's been pretty out. Like she's been pretty like transparent about how she feels about him. Yeah. But. I guess now that she's got him a little bit on the hook, she's like, okay, when that love back away, maybe sometime we can get coffee. <laughs> so, yeah, and then she just gets up from the table, all cool, and leaves. And then yep. she's, like, smiling because she's like, yeah, got him. <laughs> got him on the hook. Got to reel him in now. Um, yeah, and that's the end of the episode. Yeah. That's Reptile Boy. Okay. My favorite line, like I just said, was the uh, when... Xander talks about angel, angel, angel. How you doing, man? <laughs> that freak. How you doing, man? Hey, how you doing? Uh, and then my favorite scene was actually the angel Buffy one in the graveyard. When they had that whole conversation about ca- uh, dating and you don't know what you want. And, you know, I'm too old for you. And yada, yada, yada. All that whole, like, argument. Yeah. I think that was good. It was one of the only things that like, I really pushed really forward in this episode was Buffy and Angel finally i think just being like okay this is gonna happen um both accepting that they can see where it goes that's the only like thing that got moved forward in this episode from that's true so i think that was like the most consequential scene okay i mean that's fair because it almost to be honest felt like a a standalone episode to me it it was yeah for sure yeah okay when melissa says to Xander to protect her and prove he's just and to prove you're just as good as those rich snotty guys and maybe catch an orgy and he's like if it's early yeah well we both had Zan- pretty much Zan- the punchlines were Xander in this episode yeah. so yeah he had a good, um, a good I'll say I had a, I had a runner up though there was a part where uh, like Buffy or Willow again a Willow line where she was trying to get the guys to go downstairs to go save Buffy because they were getting caught up with fighting upstairs and she's mm-hmm. like guys Buffy snake basement now yeah <laughs> I thought that was funny. Yeah, well, yeah, well, I was just like, I'm just going to hang out here until you guys can get through. <laughs> and then my favorite scene was actually um, when Buffy and Giles apologized to each other. Yeah, again, that was good, like too. That was, yeah. It was cute. That was a little bit more character development, and mm-hmm. I, I liked that. How he, like, he's starting, like, he really does try to empathize with her, so I liked that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah that, that also, I say, would be but like, uh, the other consequential scene in here. Yeah. Um, that. They're starting to understand each other more, or he's starting yeah. trying to understand her more. Yeah, and she, um, I mean, she's just trying. <laughs> yeah, period. Yeah, end of. Yeah. So I gave it uh, three stakes out of five. Okay. I this plot was so so like I kind of liked the plot point of like them doing it the, the generational aspect where like all these men have like passed down this like ritual to their sons and grandsons and stuff and it keeps the family prosperity going like of these like fortune 500 companies or like these huge conglomerate companies mm-hmm. i kind of liked that idea that it that like that that was like what it served i think that was pretty original but like the rest of it like whatever it was fine okay um i thought it resolved too quickly which yeah. we talked about and there was another episode that we thought we had it happened with oh the master even though we thought the master was like killed too quickly yeah uh yeah i thought it was resolved a bit too quickly um, I think the there was a lot of good Angel Buffy stuff in this one. Yes. Yep. But on this rewatch, I feel like I'm not really feeling the chemistry like I have in the past. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, yeah, I'm just not feeling it at this point. 
like on the first my first rewatch, I was like, yeah, all about my first watch. I'll say first couple watches, I was all about it. But um, because I wanted to happen, but I guess I don't know. I just I'm not feeling that I'm not buying them right now. Okay, I guess so. Even though like they are the main thing that moved forward in this episode, it's that's the only thing that's really going to carry on. Mm-hmm. And so the next episode, um, nothing else consequential really happened. So, but they they worked through some stuff. Yep. In this episode, so there was some there was some stuff there, mm-hmm. but overall it was, yeah, it was just a a one off. Um, I also gave it a three stake rating and very similar to you. Like, I felt like it was like kind of a standalone episode. Mm-hmm. I did like the development between Buffy and Angel. Like, I feel like they did talk some things out, which was good. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I liked the development between Buffy and Giles too. I thought Willow and Xander were also great in this episode. Um, yeah. So I thought like there was some good stuff, but just like the basic plot itself just wasn't yeah. enthralling to me. I think all of our characters were good. Like they all mm-hmm. were compelling and stuff, but like the plot about, Makita was a bit weird. Yeah. Other yeah. than, like, I did like the, like, generational aspect of it. Mm-hmm. I did think that was... And I liked how when he was killed that, like, all these companies started failing and stuff because that's how they stayed afloat and yeah. all the power and wealth. So I did, I did like that aspect of it. Yeah. So, yeah, that was Reptile mm-hmm. Boy. Not not going to be one for the books. No. Nope. But, you know, you're every okay. show is going to have a few of those. It's like it can't always be like that. Yeah, they can't always be, like, Halloween next week. Okay, I'm my favorite. Buffy does like several Halloween episodes. Okay, and this is my favorite one. Okay, oh wow, okay. Our first one. This is the one I rewatch the most of the mm. Halloween episodes. Really? Um, yeah. I'm intrigued. There's like three at least. Okay. Yeah. So this is my favorite one. So your question. It's called Halloween. Like for your question for Halloween, our next episode, Cordelia, Xander, Willow, and Buffy dress up for Halloween. Can you guess what they dress up as? You only have to get one right. So you get oh. all, you get you get four chances to get it right. Four chances. Oh, so it's not like a group costume? No. They all dress oh, up shoot. as different things, but you only have to get one right. Um, shoot. So there's Cordelia, okay. Xander, Willow, and Buffy. Okay. Uh, let's see. Willow already did a, like a cute little Eskimo thing, so she's probably going to pick something non-sexy, I would say. Um, okay, I'm gonna guess Xander dresses up like a cowboy, or somebody dresses up like a cowboy, and then Cordelia is <laughs> gonna do something like prom queen or beauty pageant something, or like a bride, or just something over the top dress, whatever, some beautiful glitzy thing. Um, and then Buffy would probably do something kind of cool and interesting. Okay, I don't know. Those are. Some I would of my say guesses. out of all of them, Buffy's would be the least common. Okay. And Willow's would be the most common. Okay. Most and then common. Xander and Cordelia's would be some, like closer to common, but not. I'd say Willow would dress up like a clown, but that would be mean to Xander. But let's go with clown. Oh, right. Though. Yeah, because he's scared of them. Yeah, he's scared of clowns. And okay. then Buffy. Oof. I don't know. Um, Buffy's is the hardest. Okay. I don't think I'm going to guess it. Uh, okay. The 1920s flapper girl. Oh, okay. Okay. Good. All right. Yeah. So next week is a good one. Okay. So many good lines. Like, I don't All know right. what show I'm going to pick. All like, right. Oh, it's so well written. So that wraps up season two, episode five, Reptile Boy. Again, you can find us on all major podcast apps and YouTube and Instagram at one girl in all the world pod. You can email us at 
also email us at onegirlpod at gmail.com. Please also leave us a five-star review on your favorite podcatcher, whatever you listen at, listen on. So thanks for joining us. We'll be back next week with season two, episode six, Halloween. Woo! Woo! Slay you real soon. Bye. Bye.